Back with this afternoon's Lunchbox for this Friday, the 19th of February, 2021. And don't forget, tomorrow from 3 o'clock here on this station, the summer edition with some great guests to talk all things sport. But Nick, uh, a chat of a different sort today. And uh, after a seven-month journey, a new robotic rover has landed uh, on Mars uh, uh, earlier this morning. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Uh, I nearly covered it live. I mentioned it was happening, then by the time the news had happened and I came back, it had happened. So about five to six this morning. Oh, five to seven, sorry. And joining us uh, from USQ, uh, astrophysicist uh, Professor John T. Horner. How are you, mate? I'm oh, not too bad. Just coming down from the excitement of watching all this happen early this morning. Yeah, oh, look, the excitement was palpable. You could see it from NASA and from all over the world. People were so excited to see it land, the Perseverance land successfully. Yeah, how cool is it that we actually get to watch this happen live? The fact that NASA is willing to put their control room on, on live coverage when things could go drastically, drastically wrong. So true. And so, Jonty, in a nutshell, um, what's the, the purpose of the voyage? Well, it's gone to a part of Mars which is a crater, so where something big has hit Mars in the past, dug a big hole in the ground, essentially. Um, And there's really strong evidence that in the past, when Mars was younger, Mars was warm and wet and had oceans and lakes, and that this crater was actually a crater lake, so a lake that was inside the crater, full of water, and there's lots of stuff there then that are features that have been in the presence of water for a long time. Mm. And it's the kind of place where if you found it on the Earth, you'd expect that lake to have life in it. So it's kind of the ideal place on Mars to go if you want to learn more about whether there ever was life on Mars, whether life got going. It's also going to be going around gathering samples from all over the place in this crater and bringing them back and stashing them in one place. And the reason it's doing that is that in the future, one of the next Mars missions by NASA will go join Perseverance where it is, collect those samples, then take off and bring them back to Earth. Mm. So it's really our first attempt at setting up what we call a sample return for Mars, to actually go to the Red Planet, gather pieces that look really interesting, that would benefit from study by human scientists rather than a robot, pick those up, bring them back to Earth. And exciting news, uh, an Australian connection uh, Abigail Orwood, one of the uh, leading scientists on it, and the, uh, the the one who developed the teeny the camera is going to take postage stamp, uh, incredibly detailed photographs of the surface as well. Absolutely, it's really nice to have that kind of connection here. We do also have David Flannery, who's at mm. Queens, um, QUT, sorry, um, who is involved with the mission as well. But um, Dr. Orwood is a fabulous, fabulous scientist, and she's the kind of person that Australia is thinking about when it's setting up a space agency, because that's the kind of talent we develop here. Mm. And in order to work in this kind of work, she had to go and work with NASA. We didn't have the option to do this kind of stuff here. And I think it's kind of exciting to think that maybe in years to come, we'll have Australian scientists working on Australian missions rather than helping NASA do their stuff. For sure. And, John, how much do we actually know about the history of Mars? We know a fair amount. Obviously, we've not been there as humans and walked around and hit things with hammers and rocks. So with with astronomy, it's a bit like a detective story in the main. You're looking at things that are far away. You can't do experiments. So you have to gather all of the evidence you can do and piece that together to make a narrative and then use that narrative to predict what you'll find when you've got better instruments or like Perseverance, a better rover. And so you've always got this feedback game between we've found new results, what do they mean? What does that tell us about the story? How can we increase that story? And that's how we've got to where we are today. 
what we do know is that in the past, Mars had liquid water on its surface permanently. Mm. And it had oceans and it had rivers and it had lakes. And incidentally, if people want to know more about that, um, the ABC are going to be running a two-part documentary talking all about Mars and how we know there's water. Um, over the next couple of weeks, actually, I think it goes live on Tuesday next week and then the week after. And that will talk you through the entire narrative for two hours of how we know Mars is warm and wet. But from our point of view, then, we know that this place had water. We know that it was warm enough that that water was permanent on the surface. And it was probably a planet that had oceans for maybe a billion years wow. from when it first formed to when it got too cold, the air got too thin for the oceans to continue to exist. And they'd have slowly shrunk back and shrunk back to the lowest lying areas before eventually becoming permafrost all over Mars. Mm. Now, of course, we we... Also... sorry, yeah. go on. So... I was going to say, we also know that there are places where there is liquid water on Mars today, permanently still, but they're buried beneath the ice cap at Mars's South Pole. And this is the equivalent of the lakes that you find buried deep beneath the ice in Antarctica, um, like Lake Vostok, places like that, mm. where you've got a deeply buried, very salty lake trapped beneath the ice. So Mars was warm and wet in the past, but it's still somewhere where we have liquid water today, and that makes it a really exciting place if you're interested in looking for life beyond the Earth. Professor John T. Horner from USQ, fascinating chat. Thanks very much for your time this afternoon. An absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. This is a Lunchbox.